This is Wednesday, October 25th. How strong is your self-knowledge? How clear is your perspective of yourself? I remember as a young man moving to Scotland to begin a graduate degree. Of course, the United Kingdom is English-speaking. And add to that, Scotland is the home of my ancestors. My family clan is the McPherson clan. So, of course, I love the experience of living in Edinburgh. But something surprised me. I had no idea of the cultural dissonance I would feel. So much of our American culture we inherited from the Brits. But it's not until you're in a different culture that you begin to perceive your own culture more fully. I find this principle reaches to many areas in our lives. A new situation helps cast a light on our old situation. We don't realize how great our previous job was until we're in a new job. We don't realize how peaceful a neighborhood we were living in until we try settling into a new neighborhood. And I find this is also true with self-knowledge. It's not until we get to know someone else that we come to see our own habits and oddities. Now this leads to our scripture passage for today. This is Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 to 23. Jesus said, The light, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your lights are if your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Now, studying scripture, and especially this sermon Jesus preached in Galilee called the Sermon on the Mount, these brief words have seemed strange to me. Just before this, Jesus says that he's speaking about money, and afterwards he returns to the talk about money. This point almost seems out of place. What do perception, vision, and light have to do with money? I think Jesus is trying to tell us that our ability to navigate money, to use our money well and for the kingdom, will depend on how clear our vision is, our perception, how good our self-knowledge is, how well we can see the place money has in our hearts. You see, if your vision is not clear, your whole life will be filled with darkness, as Jesus says. Here's what I mean. Just like the experience of culture I had in Scotland, when I am among people who are very rich, well, I feel poor. And if I hang out with people who are very poor, I feel like I'm quite rich. You see, to us, it's a matter of perception. So how do you see yourself? Are you rich? Are you poor? I remember reading the story of a man living in an apartment in New York City that he thought was pretty nice. But then he saw a story on TV with a newscaster walking through his building, no less. Of course, he was shocked that his own building was being highlighted, but he was even more surprised when his building was spoken of as sort of downscale or maybe even run down. He'd never seen it that way. You see, I believe Jesus is saying that until we have the right view of ourselves and our money and possessions, <laughs> there's not a chance we're going to get this right in our lives. Really? Do you know how rich you actually are? 
A man I knew was sent to Africa as a part of a UN loan program. He was invited to live with an African family, and as he was unpacking from his trip and taking out the new things he had purchased to use there, he unwrapped the items and he asked his host where the trash can was so that he could, so that he could throw out the wrappers. The man said his family did not have a trash can. There, really, there was nothing that they threw away. The visiting man was absolutely shocked. And that was just the beginning. Now, the idea here is not to guilt us over what you have or how wealthy you really are, but for us, all of us to see that we really cannot see clearly our condition. And the worst part of this is not how much we have, but the bondage of our hearts to what we have. And that's what Jesus is challenging in his sermon. First, he wants us to see that the focus of our lives, what it really is, is it about trying to build our own security through money and possessions? We're in seeing all that we have as a part of the kingdom of God and asking God how we might put it to kingdom use. I believe only the gospel can change our hearts in relation to our money. It's as we discover how much God loves us and that God will provide for us and that he has also surrounded us with a loving community that will support us, that we can begin to direct our resources to the right place in our hearts. Then we can use it in the service of our king and of his kingdom. The gospel teaches us a new value system as well, because God valued us by sending his son on our behalf. Our values are seen for what they are. Do we use people to get things in money? Or do we use money to care for and serve people? You see, Jesus is not worried so much about amounts, but about what holds our hearts and drives our lives. When we get this right, we'll have clear vision. We'll be able to use our resources wisely. Now, by the way, these are some of the most difficult truths for us to internalize. As we learn from the story of the rich young ruler in the Gospels, a young man who came to Jesus and asked what he needed to do to have eternal life. Jesus asked the man if he'd been faithful to the law. And the man told him, well, sure, since he'd been a boy. But Jesus pressed him. He asked that man to sell all that he had and give it to the poor. Jesus, in so doing, was not saying wealth is bad. He was saying that wealth cannot be first, and if you're going to honor God, only God rightly holds that place. The man was so attached to his wealth that he could not do as Jesus asked, and the man walked away sad. You see, I think the gospel opens the way to, for us to be able to see the love of the Father. And when that happens, our view of everything begins to change, our resources included. So how well do you think you see yourself and your life? Let's pray. Loving Father, we have lived for so many things, but only you can satisfy the deepest de desires of our hearts. Help us to see ourselves clearly so that we might know that we need you. Rescue us from lives that could be futile, would be futile, apart from you. For in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.